What's up, everybody? This is Word of a Rebel. And I want to point something out. You know how there's a lot of adults that will say people who spend a lot of time on social media are not paying attention to what's most important in their life. I want to remind you of something. How many of these people, um, you know, older, just, you know, middle-aged, older adults spend a lot of time on the news events? Imagine, you know, how much time they spend these days on that 24-hour news cycle constantly getting what I call the the hit of chaos um, because there's constantly something being presented as being a very urgent matter, something that requires your attention, right? That's no different than spending too much time on social media. The attention uh, of people is currency. And I want you to focus on that as we go through this discussion. So today's discussion is about assessing your own attention and your own needs and are you really attending to them properly so this kind of got highlighted for me because i was listening to some people complain about teenagers spending too much time on social media and then they proceeded to um, spend the majority of their time having a conversation about news matters Um, that aren't directly impacting them. And don't get me wrong, I think we need to all be aware of what's going on in the world. It's how we make sure that we are aware of things because that will affect us in some kind of way. You do wanna be aware, right? But they knew the ins and the outs and the characters. Uh, It reminded me of listening to people who who watch soap operas, especially back in the day. Really, when when they would go in about the story of the soap opera, you thought, shoot, this is, this must be their friend from high school or this is somebody's cousin they talking about because they knew all the characters, every last move that had happened, right? So from what, what it looks like to me, the 24-hour news cycle is similar to that. It's like a constant soap opera of events on the world stage. And, you know, if that's something that you're truly into, that's fine. I get it. At the same time, I, I feel like the 24-hour news cycle is excessive. I think that some of the messaging should be changed, but no, that's neither neither here nor there. And I want to go ahead and talk about how this kind of issue um, also relates to social media because a lot of the world's issues are also continually blasted onto, um, you know, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Um, it really doesn't matter where you go, right? Um, the 24-hour news cycle is everywhere at this point, right? Um, Every time you pick up your device, you know, you have things that show up on your screen that are taking your attention. And attention is currency in this digital era because um, that's where advertising is going to go. And this has always been true. I think people forget that. But like attention was also currency um, before social media, before the Internet. Um, The reason why radio and television and print materials sold ad spaces because the idea was how much attention is this thing getting right so if this is you know people magazine and they're bringing in thousands of readers every week or millions of readers every week well you're gonna pay more for that than you would you know ad space for that than you would um some smaller you know journal or something like that right it's always been the case that attention is currency for businesses So what that means is wherever our attention goes is where the ad revenue goes. So one thing I want to highlight today, the first thing I want to highlight today is how you take control of your social media and digital feed. You can choose to actually not look at things. Uh, A lot of the social media feeds also allow you to say, I don't like this kind of content. Most of the like videos, um, whatever platform you're on, 
look for the three dots, usually the top right corner, but sometimes you'll see it in other parts of the feed. Click those three dots and there should be an option to hide the content or to, to, to rate the content or to say you don't like the content. Okay, look at your look at your social media, look around the, the post itself, look for those three dots, click that, and tell it what you do and don't like. What you're gonna find is an immediate change in what's being displayed for you. Because I'm not gonna tell you not to seek out entertainment, because you know, if you enjoy watching YouTube videos or TikTok videos or Instagram, you know, you should have the freedom to do so. Um, but the power of the digital content is that you can tell it what you do and don't want to see more of. It's not the true of the of the, the TV, right? Because you can't you can't tell the TV to not play things. You simply you vote by not watching, right? So they try to get you to watch, you know, when it comes to TV. But on your devices and on you know so, like internet digital sources, uh, the most of them give you the option to um, reduce certain kinds of content. I've seen a major change in my Instagram feed and my YouTube feed by doing this by simply looking for those three dots, clicking it and saying, I don't like this. And then the algorithm learns, okay, this person does not want to see that, okay? And so, cause one of the things that they do with the sensationalized content is it grabs your attention right away. And then you have an emotional reaction and maybe you don't like the emotional reaction, but you stayed long enough for them to show it to you, right? So they still get the attention points as it pertains to the currency. And so you need to tell it by doing this, I don't like this. That way in the future, that kind of content gets less and less currency, less and less attention means less and less money. So that's a little thing that you can do. It actually doesn't take that long because once you tell the algorithm a few times, I don't like this, um, it automatically renews itself. I can tell you right now, like if you go to my YouTube or my Instagram or any of my digital platforms, my Google, whatever, um, it's all going to be content that I like, that informs me, um, makes me feel comfortable. Um, I still stay up to date on certain things, but I'm not going to get blasted by every little character in a story. Um, you have to remember that you only have so much time. And if your energy is going into like, you know, all of the different partners in a particular situation, and you're really worried and fixated oh God, oh God, this thing happened in the news and this thing happened in the news and that thing, your mental energy is going to be drained. And what does that mean? It means you have less energy when it comes to your own needs, your household's needs, and building the lifestyle that you want. The more that you give of your mental energy to these other things, the less of it that you have for yourself. And this is something that I'm also saying to myself because I have done a good job, I think now of... of transforming my digital platform but it's still a work in process uh, because you do still worry about certain events but it's reminding ourselves that we need to get control of our attention and it's a worthwhile effort it really is a very worthwhile effort and the more that you do it the easier it becomes to do so Okay, so now we're going to talk about the physical world and not the digital world and how your attention can just get distracted in there as well. And this has always been the case. And I think people are like a lot of people are starting to say that they're getting diagnosed as ADHD or ADD and they have a hard time focusing. I don't think that it's a chemical thing with a lot of these people. I'll be honest with you. I know somebody's going to argue with me on it, but 
I really feel like between the physical ways that we are distracted and the digital ways that we are distracted, that's what's causing us to have a hard time focusing. So instead of taking medication, what I think is more important is whether you get a therapist or a life coach or you seek out wise counsel or perhaps you create a, a, an accountability group or accountability partnership with someone um, just to kind of help you with this process, to help you um, train your focus because I don't think it's a chemical for a lot of people. And my whole thing is like, this is one of the things that I, where it's me medical, like physical health, mental health, um, go for the less invasive, less chemical option first, uh, because more often than not, that is going to be the cause. Now, after you've gone through and committed yourself to these less toxic measures, then I would say go forward and try something if you need to, if it's medical or if it's invasive. But start first with what's simple, what's, you know, little things that you can do, right? So this reminds me of the people who were very afraid of the COVID vaccine early on, right? It was a new vaccine, there was a lot of hesitancy. Um, and uh, the people who were hesitant about the vaccine but we're still wearing the face mask, we're still keeping social distance to reduce infection rates. Those people, it made sense to me, right? Because you know that COVID is a real thing, it's having impact, it's taking lives, it's causing debilitation for people with long COVID. Like, okay, so you knew it was real, but you weren't ready for the vaccine at that point. Um, maybe not enough people had had it at that point, and, but you took measures, right? That makes sense to me, okay? Uh, I'm not going to go into a COVID rant about it, but I just want to point that out. You know, I get that. Like, you wanted to do the safer route, okay? If you're one of those people, why don't you do that with other health concerns? That was the thing that was mind-blowing to me, that a lot of people that were saying that they were hesitating for the vaccine, they, um, they weren't taking these less invasive routes with other things in their life, Okay. So I do want to say, I think that everyone should get the vaccine. At this point, you're not a guinea pig, clearly, okay? Billions and billions of people around the world have had the vaccine safely. It, it's, it's safe. Talk to, your, talk to your doctor if you have concerns. But if your doctor tells you, yes, you are physically safe to take this vaccine, you should take it. Just, you know, but getting back to the topic at hand. So making these behavior changes, making these maybe diet changes, um, are going to go a long way to helping you, whether it be physical health or mental health. And with this situation, this is about focus, right? How do we remain focused? So in the physical world, things that can distract you can be if you live in an uncomfortable environment, if the household in which you live is not comfortable for you, the neighborhood in which you live is not comfortable for you, right? These can be concerns. If somebody is living in um, a place that doesn't have access to health care or um, security or safety, you know, that person is more likely to have anxiety, right? Not anxiety as an actual disorder, but anxiety as a natural reaction to circumstances. And so that's why I say that it's important to assess your physical experience because it's having an impact on you as well. So if you're noticing that you're having a difficult time focusing, Look at your environment. What about your environment might be causing the problem or adding to the problem? Maybe they're not the central cause, but maybe it's a part of the problem, right? 
Okay, then on top of that, what is your behavior like? Like, what are your activities like? Are you giving your body the activity that it needs to properly focus? What about your food choices? How is your food affecting your mood and your mentality? One of the things that I recently had a conversation with my daughter about was she was going through a phase of eating a lot of sugar. And now that she's a teenager, I'm giving her a little more freedom with her diet choices. Not completely letting her go crazy, but a little more freedom. So she's able to add items to the grocery list. Now, all of her life, I always told her that she could have um, a, a sugary snack and a salty snack every day. And when she was little, I would fix the portion for her, right? Because one thing that I know is about having too much sugar and too much sodium can affect your body's mood and equilibrium. So I knew to balance that. Well, now she's a little older. She's adding some of her items to the grocery list. And she, I was noticing she was going through the sugar things too quickly. And I noticed that there were mood changes. There were skin changes that she didn't like. And we started talking about it. And I said, okay, so you have, you don't like the way you're feeling. You don't like what's going on with your skin. Okay, I want to point something out to you. You've been eating a lot of sugar. And I think that might be related. Like that's when the changes started. Sure enough, she starts to reduce her sugar intake. Her mood improves within a few weeks. Her skin starts to improve. And that's what I mean. The things that we eat and consume into our bodies, the things that we consume into our you know, visual system, our auditory system, these things directly impact your ability to focus. So if you're finding it hard to focus on your goals, focusing on your action plan, maybe it's time to start paying attention to what about your lifestyle could be impacting your focus because it's going to help you become more successful. The great thing about this is, and this is how this is kind of like a cycle. It's a cycle because when you start to free up yourself and your focus gets better, you actually have fewer of the issues, right? So when you start to eat better and move more, when you start to remove toxic things out of your environment, or if you put those toxic things into perspective, because sometimes you can't remove the toxic things, but you can put it into perspective. When you put it into its box, when you find your own sanctuary, if you happen to be around a toxic space, finding your own sanctuary in, in light of that, right? Giving yourself mental breaks, relaxation, all of this increases your ability to focus, which allows you to accomplish your goals, which allows you to create more of the lifestyle that you wanted. And then what happens? You have less of the distractions. You have less of the toxic things. You have a more comfortable space and you can continue to improve it. So it's just like a cycle. Just if you think about like the plant cycle, you know, if you think about like how the, the water comes in, the sunlight comes in, the plant does all of this and it puts out its own little oxygen into the atmosphere and you know, it grows the fruit, right? Okay, if there's something toxic in that plant's environment, it's not going to be as successful. It's gonna have a harder time producing fruit. It might even have a harder time thriving, just in general. So think about your focus and think about you as a plant. You gotta make sure that the, every part of that cycle is given the right treatment and comfort. And just like a tree, a tree can't help where it grew, right? So if the tree is next to something that is toxic, 
you know, it has to find a way to protect itself, right? So think about that. Like you're right now, you're a tree, you're kind of planted and rooted into a space. You know, can you, can you uproot yourself right now safely? Is it a safe time to uproot yourself from that space? Maybe not. Okay, can you transform that space? Can you make it into a healthier space for you? These are the things to think about and helping you reshape your focus. So I'm sending you all my love and encouragement. As always, this is Word of a Rebel and I'm here for empowerment. I would love to have more conversation with you about what your own assessment of your digital behaviors and your physical behaviors showed to you. Like what what were the biggest drains on your focus? Was it a collection of different things that were small drains, but collectively created a big drain, right? What was it that you discovered when you assessed your digital and physical behavior? Love to talk more with you about it. Be sure to hit me up at Word of a Rebel on all social media platforms. You can also email me, jessica at wordofarebel.com. Peace.